when my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all. Too Much Dip Podcast. It's Monday. What's up, football fans? I'm Dave. I'm going to host today in studio with me live in person, Dylan. Oh, wow. I was expecting KJ. You've had a tough go of it today. Uh, I thought I've had a pretty good day so far. I couldn't tell if you liked the breakfast tacos that you got for lunch. Oh, really? You weren't uh, clued in by that part where I said, I think these are my favorite breakfast tacos in Austin? I clearly missed that part. Absolute heat. They are very good. Shout out Honeyham. Um, yeah, I'm 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 absolutely ready to let it rip right now, because of the breakfast tacos. Yeah, but also because I'm just excited about this podcast. We should put "Let It Rip" on a T-shirt, like a burnt orange T-shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> let it fucking rip. Yeah, Ooh, watch mm-hmm. your mouth. Matthew McConaughey. Right. KJ's here. Uh, yes, I'd like to take a moment first and foremost. Uh, I feel like we're like in a trustworthy, like trust nest ish situation. I don't, I don't think we are. Okay, well, in I case don't trust we either were, one of you guys. In the event we were hypothetically for entertainment purposes only, is it okay if I just come out and you know share a truth with you? Are you gonna sing? I it? will not sing this week. However, share a truth. Your boy is uh, going to be the founding member, founding member of the Jimmy Bordelon fan club. Are you aware of Jimmy Bordelon is? No. She is uh, the lady that's in the Get the Gap video uh, with Ella. She's uh, celebrating their national championship. Who is she? I've always wondered. A wife of one of the assistant coaches or staff members. Aside from that, she just bodied absolute, that, that video. An absolute dream of like what you would wish like your friends' mothers might look like during a sleepover. That's all I'm saying. It's too early in the episode um, to get this age. Yeah, I'm not even saying this is an age thing. She looks like a respectable woman who could hook up a PB&J. Why don't you turn that lappy over toward me? Let a player look. Well, okay. She looks like she could do a fine PBJ. That dance is called Get the Gat? Yes. This one, Dave. You don't even have the gat. Hang on. Actually, don't hit it, hit it again. I would say moderately better than Schefter doing the gritty, but boy, Schefter had a weekend. <laughs> Let's—I forgot to even mention that. Is so Tom yeah. Brady even retired? I, I still don't uh, know. Let's take some calls. ESPN <laughs> sure is running with it. I, you know what? Since we didn't even have it on here, yeah, I say, somehow I, I forgot to put it on there. Might we, as well talk about it. That's that's my bad. Uh, we can just talk about it now. Um, I want nothing more. Me as an agent of chaos, I want nothing more than him to just be like, yeah, you know what? Sort of back, one more year just to just just to put Schefter in a body bag. He has he has posted on social media since Schefter posted his tweet. He being Tom Brady, um, nothing about retiring. What's going on? Just why, schedule. Why is he just, well, just schedule just TV in the weeds, twelve man. tweets. Like, what's he posting? Brady Brand, bro. Oh, okay. That's yeah. It was a block letter Brady. Yeah, Brady Brand. So what's going on? I don't know. I mean, he's most likely retiring. That's my assumption, and I feel like it's probably accurate, but what do you gain in, I get it, first is, you know, the internet's golden award or whatever, but 
wouldn't you want to be on the good side of allowing Tom Brady to like make this announcement on his terms so that you can, I don't know, garner some favor because you know, he's going to be a media, like whatever you want to call it. Like he will have a big presence in sports media as much as he would like to going forward. If he wants, I feel like Tom Brady is so beloved in the NFL, in sports across all sports that if he wants to freeze you out, he can freeze you out, and it's not just going to be him. It's going to be his crew, which is pretty much everybody. Like Schefter doesn't seem like the guy who would, who would make a misstep like this. I don't think he's wrong, but I have a feeling that it's one of those things that, like, Brady probably implied, hey, this is what's going to happen, and somebody else ran with it and, like, got to the bat, you know, immediately tried to smash this here as uh, breaking news. And so I just think it sucks because – we know that this is going to be tied to Gronkowski's decision. It's going to be tied to a lot of other decisions the, the Bucks make. Probably Byron Leftwich's decision of whether or not to leave or take a job if he's actually offered one by a competent organization. Um, so it's just shitty if he's having those discussions internally and like their rush to make this public kind of screws up however the other chips might have fallen. So you know there is a financial incentive for him not retiring right now. That's what people think is at play here. Um, he's set to earn $8.9 million base salary in 2022. That includes a $15 million signing bonus and other incentives, um, adding up to like a $20 million cap hit. And so obviously he would not retire before the point where that would become something that's vested. And just to check in on his lifetime career earnings, mm-hmm. uh, to see how much $8 million would impact – I don't know whether or not Tom Brady could pay his mortgage this week. Property uh, taxes, bro. Or property taxes. Getting killed. Uh, he's represented by Yee and Dubbin Sports. So that's a pretty tight name. Wild guess on his career earnings, just NFL contract earnings. Ooh, um, I'm going to say $290 million. I was going to th- say three, two hundred. Eighty-five million. <laughs> you saw my response. No, I didn't. Um, adding on the fly, not happening. His total co- contract value would be three twenty. However, between the two categories here, so twenty-two seasons, right at about two eighty. Two eighty-two. <laughs> Pretty close. Two eighty-two. Uh, all right, let's just talk about it. Everybody, it's kind of the elephant in the room. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and then not even lost a number of Super Bowls. I don't know if you know that he did. Well, you know, disciplined guy, two hundred fifty grand in fines over his career. Uh, Brady net worth, yes. Ooh, I'm going to say Brady, six hundred eighty million. Brady or Brady Giselle household net worth. I'm just going off of a different. Brady net worth. Where Brady. do they make their domicile? Is it a community property state? Um, and I'm going to follow celebrity net worth, and this is just listing Tom Brady. Tom Brady is worth $820 million. David. I said 680, didn't I? Oh, I did not hear that. What did I say, Adam? Uh, I'm seeing 250 million, which I think is bullshit on celebrity net worth. Yahoo is reporting, uh, that she's worth 400 million. So maybe a combined 650. I thought she was Way worth off. more than 400 I thought so, too, but, I mean, who's keeping track at these days? Doesn't she have a, a blowing up uh, goop empire? 
That is not her. She Unless seems she's a part of Goop. No, I don't think so. She I, might. She might own some some stock. Some she stonk. does. She puts off a little bit of Goop vibes. Um, you know who puts off Goop vibes? Actually, she doesn't at all, and she's an angel on Earth. Uh, you know, I love my wife. Blah blah blah. But uh, that's really cool. Shout out to Jessica Alba being at the game yesterday, and her angelic face, and uh, being Queen Bee at Honest Brand. She, she still has her uh, fastball. Oh yeah. A wise man once said, telling her Jessica Alba is my wife-to-be. <laughs> it would feel so empty without me. I don't know this, this reference. I don't even know if that's the same uh, song. It's close, but yes. Net worth $340 million, and that's from Forbes. For She's Jessica got the Alba. little makeup. I say uh, little. No, no. What Honest, is it? Honest. Honest brand. Isn't that? Oh, it's not just makeup. It's kid stuff. Kids, soaps. Makeup for diapers, kids. Diapers. Diapers, yeah, all kinds all of it. Clown makeup for kids? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. No clown makeup. Uh, I think she's the exclusive sponsor of the cutest baby on earth contest each year. That's what it is. <laughs> the buff. She do the, buff, the buff boys baby. pageant? That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. I told you I wouldn't make any references to that show. I Bye. love refs. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah, so like I said, I, I have not liked Schefter for a long time. It dates back to uh, – the alleged Des Bryant video right before he was due for a new contract. The rumors that dropped of like a Walmart parking lot assault. That was a Florio joint who pushed that heavy, but I Schefter like, ran with it too. I think Schefter ran with it too, and I just never really – I don't know. And the video never surfaced, and I think Schefter is the one – maybe it was Florio that was saying that a lot. I don't know if they said they saw the video, but whatever. Florio doubled down, and I have not liked him. And I respect the double down, but not in that, that scenario. But Hashtag to this day. To this day. Um, and he gets his talking points. Is He's sending them out to the people he's writing on. He has no journalistic integrity. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just, uh, I would say that my biggest gripe with Schefter is that he acts as if in 2022 it's still like a cool, chic thing to have two phones. It's kind of sick. It's kind of a waste. Like you can have, have multiple SIM cards. Is he Walter you can manage White? all of these things in one place. I'm gonna start carrying two. I think I'm gonna dig my old prime, my Primeco phone out of the drawer, fire it up, see if it's still. She's still running singular on that. Yeah, it works though. I switched a long time from a Motorola to what Primeco phone. Oh yes. Right. Hey, look! It's truck nut season. Tis. The season. You know what this is, Dylan? Uh, that's uh, Those are gold truck nuts and also the punishment for losing to the guest picker on the uh, live streams. I call this the physical embodiment of integrity, which our show has quite a bit of, I would say. Eh, today, so. we have not welched on one bet here on Too Much Dip. We will not begin today, as if, I will affix these to my vehicle dude. and... Report it publicly. The fact that you had uh, mold put onto your balls and then made into truck nuts <laughs> is pretty pretty exceptional, man. You've done a lot here. They are anatomically uh, identical. Uh, I would say sitting in any form or fashion. Like, okay, you riding on a Peloton, rocking these bad boys? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm You're actually never sitting total. down. You're exclusively a mirror guy from that point on. Seriously, I didn't. I would just have my my balls removed. <laughs> I would freeze sperm if, in case I wanted to have yeah. procreate later. You want to lug those bad boys around? No, just take them. Take Super the balls. Or new invention. Uh, underwear that is cooling, so your balls shrink up in. You know they do when it's cold. Okay. That would not be comfortable, David. 
cold balls all the time? My balls is cold. Chili Willies. My balls was cold. <laughs> my balls chili willies has got legs i think Clip we could get Adam. Derek lewis on this Derek lewis seems like he's down for ball bits <laughs> uh and are you already are you already saying that you are you're out of it we do have two Let's live go streams. over the score How we have that? two. yeah that's true we could we could do well, the rock and jock we could rock and jock at super bowl week and have like a 50 point shot i know i know but i'm saying i'm <laughs> i'm accepting so, this that's so cheap if we it would be it. like we could have like a uh, OBJ to um, do a backflip after his second touchdown. That's your 50-point shot. <laughs> and I bet the under. Uh, let's see. To reset the table, we've been doing dip picks all season. After last week's picks, in which I served a one-game suspension, the guests are still in the lead at 130 points in the season. David's only behind by 11. Dylan, you're only 14 points back. Let's go. We're let's creeping go. on a come up. I am 28 points back. <laughs> Yeah, you have no shot. Yeah, you're out. Each week, we've set it to where you can acquire or accumulate 11 points a week. I know that the final week will have additional prop bets will probably be 15-plus in that range. But for me to catch up, I'd have to go undefeated next week, undefeated in the final week, and the guests basically to gain no ground. So, with that said, I'd like to start my one month with nuts. Effective today. And uh, going into February. You're going to nut up all the way home. Uh, Well, I, that was the plan. However, I needed to have made a quick run to go get some uh, nut. Actually, I think we've got some zip ties. Zip ties? Yeah, I'll make it work. Yeah, why why does Randy have so many zip ties? Where was he January 6th? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, hey. Jim. Dave We're just ready. We're Dave armed. Just, he just hit the dab. Hey. Now he's doing the gritty. <laughs> now he's hitting the quan. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm willing to accept this payout. This does not preclude the two of you from doing some sort of bet payoff. No, we're gonna look Should like jerks if we do it. No, you I'm don't in. have to do truck nuts. That's what I'm saying. We're not doing three sets of truck. People nuts. want all clear. three of us rocking the nuts. If you, we all lose, we're all gonna do something. But I think there's something more content driven we can settle on. All right, we'll do it. Fair. We'll do what everybody wanted us to do. We'll triple kiss. We do that anyway. Uh, and uh, real quick before we jump into the actual episode, can I it's just... It's not that funny, Adam. Can I just tell the people... Uh, Sorry. Uh, happy Lunar New Year and Happy Chinese New Year to all those who celebrate. And is that what Feliz Año de Tigre means? It is the year of the tiger, which uh, catch me maybe going long on uh, Tiger's return. One major is my prediction. Not not to win, to participate in this. If year. he, oh, I was gonna say, if he wins a major this year, I will retroactively award you the dip picks W. <laughs> no, 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 no. And no, you no. will never have to. No matter what, you will be immune from all truck nuts going forward. No, I would say I'm saying that Tiger will participate in a major this year. Mark it down. Uh, I think Me, that's sports expert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Participate. Are they yeah. St. Andrews this year? Where's the uh, Where's the Open Championship? Oh, they were over there last year, if I believe. Uh, the Open Championship. Oh, no. Wait. Hold on. Hold yeah. up. Oh, it is at St. Andrews. Yeah. Like I said, they're there this year. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's a, that's a, I don't know. I, I'm going to sound like an ass. I don't know if that's a good course for someone coming off of uh, almost having a leg amputated, but it's not. 
It's open. I feel like it would include him having to Link's travel. Golf. Like that would be a risky proposal. That's a great point. Are you picking that because it's the last of the four? I don't it's know in, if it is. No, it's it's in July. What's the last one? U.S. Open? Uh, uh, I believe PGA, the PGA. PGA. Yeah. Of course, because, you know, of course it's a championship, but it's not actually a championship. No, uh, no, no, PGA is. Yeah, but it's not the, the FedEx. The tour championship's the one that's like not really. A, okay. Well, the FedEx Cup is what I care about. I'm a golf guy. You're a big – you are really – You that should be your bit this year is you really track the FedEx points. I Because you love you love watching these golfers win like $10 million. It's really cool it for them. It makes no sense. But anyways, I'm all in on nuts this year and uh, happy year of the Tiger. Very cool. Um, what do you even want to do today? I feel like we, we had a lot over the weekend. Do you guys want to start with Mavs Magic? Tough one for the Mavs yesterday. Second Second leg of a back-to-back. That's what uh, they've all been waiting for. We had some football. We had conference championships. We can just get right out there and do it. The football has been excellent. Let's Bengals just, and let's, Chiefs. Let's this has been the best there. playoff of, of my life. Excellent football. The big-name quarterbacks that have gone down, David, think about it, man. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. That, that's the first one that jumps out to me as well. <laughs> the fact that. He was in the playoffs. I'm just now recalling the fact. I guess we saw him in the playoffs together. Yeah. So that stands out to me as well. Dak Prescott, of course, famously lost. Um, Derek Carr as well. D, D Carr. Bengals at Chiefs. Ooh wee. Bengals at Chiefs. Ooh wee. It's, what a game. I don't know why, but it none of none of the potential outcomes felt surprising. Whereas like even the way the Chiefs finish and the Chiefs beating the Bills with how well the Bills looked in round one, it just – or not round one, wild card weekend. Like, seeing the Bengals come back and win this game just felt like, oh, not that shocking. I think what was Pat shocking Mahomes performance was – Is that. Yeah. Just the, the miscues. Just the worst stretch of football I would imagine Pat's played. And the uh, it Definitely in his NFL career, right? The yeah. final play of the first half. Uh, was incredibly influential, I think. They go for it. Um, time running out. They did a little pitch to, uh, was it a handoff? I can't remember, to uh, Tyree. Screen, oh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was like a swing they, pass. They, swing pass. They, they got him on like the, the two-yard line. Eli Apple, redemption play. Um, tackled him there. Time runs out. So instead of seven points, they get zero. Or instead of three. Could or take three. three. Which they were, of course, they were rolling the dice. Uh, big time, a big nut, big dick play right there. Big nut, big dick play. Yeah. That's um, our big nut, big dick play of the week. It was, yeah. Huge play. You, you, Dude, go up, you go up 28-10 there, that's ball game. Do you think it changed the momentum? Was it a momentum-changing play, KJ? Uh, I mojo moment. If anything, it definitely is a mojo moment, but maybe no momentum. Um, I think that's a great point, great play to point back to. I might argue that uh, – the lack of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's productivity in the playoffs, like at some point it's going to catch up to him. They kept trying to lean on Jarrett McKinnon, who had a decent performance in the playoffs relative to what he'd been all year. But the Chiefs, I feel like, are only as good as their running game has taken them. Uh, the Bengals won that game by continuing to try to run the get ball later in the second half. Um, Samaj P. Ryan, you know, p- contributed. Nixon, Joe... Joe Mixon, not Nixon, um, obviously contributed on a high level. 
<laughs> he needs to make that a Super Bowl celebration. So it's pretty good. I, as dumb as it is, I, I understand analytics and, you know, passing on first down is the thing and you don't have to run to set up play action and play action and, you know, pre-snap motion are all the thing right now. But at the end of the day, a productive running game is still what gets you there. And that's felt what like, the Bengals had. Felt like the Chiefs ran it pretty well in the first half. Yes. And I don't know if they just – I don't know if they just kept going for the kill in the second half, and they wanted to end it, end the, uh, end the rebellion before it started. A little historical they're... reference, but it was, it, it was, it felt weird in the fourth quarter, last eight minutes of the game. Mahomes, I, it was, it was almost like he was trying to do too much. He made some. He had that that first touchdown, or his first or second touchdown, maybe the first two, where he was all over the place, scrambling. O line breaks down. He finds Kelsey in the end zone. It seemed like he thought he could be Superman. He didn't want to throw the ball away enough. There were several times where he could have just thrown it away, and it would have been a much better outcome. Uh, I was trying to track down how many rushing attempts they had in the second half, but I figured maybe occasionally we look at the professionals for how they would sum this up. What's that line right there say that Stephen A. Smith suggests? The Chiefs' offense was offensive. Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's the quality of <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Analysis. How much does he make huge. a year? A lot more than all of us. Dang. Yeah, so he, Mahomes had 220 yards passing in the first half. Mm-hmm. The over-under was 293, I believe. Oh, match that over, right? You got to think. No nope. under hits, obviously. Just a terrible second half by him and that offense. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, six carries, 36 yards on the day. Jarrett McKinnon carried the ball 12 times. On the day, you just cannot have that. Can I express? They ran an the ball issue? twenty-four times for one hundred forty yards, which ain't bad. But I, I know injuries had a big part to do with it. McKinnon also added three receptions. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, really unfortunate that his name does not flow, and there's really no abbreviation. Like, so there's not like an easy way to refer to him. I feel like you have to say all of his names. What if you went by Clyde Hilaire Edwards? You just go by Che. Che works better. Yeah, I feel like you could have thought of that. Go back and fix that. I don't know. It was uh, – I don't know. Game was the game. That's my, that's my summary. Ooh, that's Offense really was good. offensive. Can we get to Joe Burrow real quick? I have no song for this, but I do have a question about what's going to happen between now and the end of the Super Bowl. I like what you're bringing up here. Joe, yeah. cool. Are we about to Detroit-style pizza, fancy cupcake, fancy donut, espresso martini, Joe Ooh. Burrow? Can you uh, what, what hot that, chicken? What does Joe that mean Burrow? exactly? Like I feel like it's the trendy, cool thing to be on the Joe Burrow bandwagon. Not saying that I haven't been, you know, uh, a part of shining some light on it. I think he deserves it. I'm referring to more of like the recent ten to twenty day of oh, Joe Burrow's not only like a really, really good quarterback. Is it like when to being like oh, Joe Burrow's hot? Is it like when when white people discover like the the latest rap song and just absolutely drive it into the ground and ruin it? <laughs> you never do that, Dylan. <laughs> I know. I'm not talking about me. I'm just talking like generally speaking. Yeah, it's. I guess it's kind of like that. I don't know. You know what I mean? We're gonna ruin him. Yes. No. You're right. You're right. No. It is. It's. It's. He's so easy to like. He's. Oh, he's gonna be over memed. If you if there is such a thing. And look, I'm going to be guilty of it. I'm going to contribute. I am part of the problem. I too like Joe Burrow. I mean, doing the thing is doing the what do you call it? The gat. Get the gat. Get the gat. Little little I look, everybody likes gun violence references in their football. <laughs> I mean, it's 
Did that start at, that started at LSU too, that right? That definitely did. There aren't gun issues in Louisiana. Come on now. Keep going. Come on. Or school funding issues. Uh, anyhow, wow. well, my issue is not, again, I don't even like mind like off-field swagger. I appreciate it about him. Dylan, I think, put it the best, or I think it was Dylan said this earlier. Probably. If it, was, if it was the best. It was probably even from me. That the, the if there's any issue, it's that like he's winning is what adds a lot of the fire to the attention that's happening. Uh, you know, and if he was losing, he would have strong like Baker Mayfield vibes. Like, I feel like he he picks his spots. He's very good about when he how he delivers and when he delivers a, a overly cocky statement. Like he didn't. He was asked about his necklace, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and they asked if it was real. They asked him, and he had a fun answer. It was like, "I make too much money to buy fake stuff." Great answer. He didn't force it. Put it out there. He was asked, and he had a good response. And it was like, oh, that's oh, that's swaggy. We like that. Um, yeah. And, and he, he doesn't talk a lot of shit on the field either, I don't think. Not yet. Yeah. I think he'll get there. He does seem like the Rogers turn is coming. Like, he's going to work for progressive. Or no, no, no. Not progressive, because Baker's there. For Geico, I guess. He'll be the Geico quarterback. Yeah, if, if, if he's losing, this, this all is a very different situation. Um, actually, Jeff Garcia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who was in the news recently, um, he made some comments about Cam Newton when he was losing about oh. how he's dressed, he shouldn't dress the way he's dressing. You know, he's got the, the loud outfits, the big hats and the scarves and all that shit he wears. He was basically just calling him a clown because he's losing while dressing the way he dresses, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't think was very well received by yeah. a lot of people. Interesting. I wonder, yeah. uh, I wonder how he feels about Joe Burrow. It's hard to say. <laughs> he went private, so we'll never know. I don't know if you guys saw that. I think uh, Jeff Garcia should be focused on not looking like the Noid without the ears, I guess. <laughs> the Noid? The Domino's uh, little rabbit-looking character. Oh. Yeah. How do you know what that's called? Is that uh, KJ, you make, a video game. You make a lot of references. People to have go. Google when they listen to this. You make references I, to go over my head You could have said Earthworm Jim. But he didn't look like Earthworm Jim. He looks like the Noid. I thought he kind of did. Maybe. Anyhow. Jeff Garcia, you stink, baby. Okay, you know what? That's Dylan, all I'm asking for. Dylan started it. Um, what you got, We man? need to kick around if Joe Burrow's a wide receiver and he's acting the same way. <laughs> Is he getting treated the same? That's the uh, – no, I, I don't think that there's an issue with the amount of swag that Joe Burrow has. I don't either. My issue is with the internet all of a sudden, like giving him Pete Davidson treatment. I think that's what I should. Oh, that's, that's like all of a sudden he's now a hot guy, which I've complained about this before. I would not sleep with Joe Burrow in a copy room. I've said this, but I think he's a great player. A uh, new segment headlines. Uh, is Joe Burrow actually hot? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's pretty hot, man. No, I, I look. It's just like look at Mahomes. Respect the drip, though. You can take a heel turn, and it's not even your fault. It's your family's fault. Joe Burrow, he could be, he could be, he can win the Super Bowl. He could go back to the Super Bowl next year and two years from now. Like if his cousin, his cousin has some Facebook takes, and then it's 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 us rooting against him. I feel like more people yesterday. This is just the Twitter bubble, but. People actively rooting against the Chiefs and Mahomes when Mahomes, to my knowledge, has never done anything himself that's worthy of like not liking. I mean, put ketchup on his steak, man. He uh, <laughs> not talked about enough. 
What a weird East Texas move. Then he leaned into it and like made it his whole bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think that uh, – I think it's too early to tell. I just – I'm not here for the uh, let's also turn him into like the sex icon. Let him have a swag. Let him win some games. He's got a little Joe Namath to him, though. Okay. He knows that, too. That's what, that's what he's going for, right? Broadway Joe verbally sexually assault uh, sideline report. Well, hopefully not that, that. In, his, in his later years. He, <laughs> he just wanted to kiss her. He says she you looked think... pretty kissable that day. <laughs> was he was he drunk when he did that? I couldn't tell. Very <laughs> very oh, obviously. Okay. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. I walked into that. Uh, the fact that you. that was uh, the name of that blog was kissing that Drew Maggery Co- kissing Susie Colbert. Yeah, was it Drew Maggery? I believe was behind or it was a big part of that. I Think so. Pre Deadspin. Kissing Susie Kobler. <laughs> Speaking of Deadspin, you want to talk about this other game? Um, yeah, I would <laughs> like to talk. Uh, oh wait, we did. Let's just do it. Yeah, uh, Niners Rams. Talk about Romo. He was bad. We'll 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 say. How was he first. bad? I don't recall. It's he was good. He was year. really. There was times where he was really really good, and then he was just. He just doesn't let it breathe. He, he's at his worst, in my opinion, when he's forcing jokes onto Jim, because Jim. Jim, they don't, he doesn't know what to do with a lot of the references. And it's just painful. It's secondhand embarrassment for the listener, for the viewer. And he also made a noise during the coin toss. There was a, The coin's up in the air, and he goes, oh. He couldn't even let the coin flip. Just, just stop. You don't have to get excited over the coin flip. I get we had the thing yeah, last week. It was a, yeah, the, the coin flip was uh, a big deal. He did it. He did the thing. The Chiefs won again. How about that? They won the coin toss this week. I, you know, I think I think that's appropriate given the, how the last week played out. Okay, I do. All right, well, I, look, it's fine. Everybody, everybody has. Obviously, I'm still a Romo guy. I, 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 am, I enjoy I enjoy his games. The reason I bring it up, I root for him. I want him to do well because I think he's a nice guy. But it's just I do like the way he mansplains football too. I think Troy's just much better. Superman putting on his cape. Rumors have it that. Uh, Jeff Pesos is uh, about to hire Troy Aikman for Thursday Night Football for Amazon Prime. Oh, Effective sheesh. next year. Dylan, do you think Troy's going to get the bag? Uh, yeah, I do. I do think he's <laughs> going to uh, secure the bag. He's been too. chasing it. Can he leave Joe? Uh, Joe's not going to leave baseball, so it's going to have to happen. Uh, wow, what a, what a terrible choice. Yeah, you can't but leave Joe. I think the prospect of – I mean – Aikman's statement was, I don't know how it'll work out. I may be working at Fox next year. I may be working at Amazon. I may be working at Amazon and Fox. Who knows? So I think he's trying to make it work. Ever since he's been doing both Thursday and Sunday games, I think it's made him more receptive to doing both. And ever since Romo started getting paid $18 million a year compared to like 7 to $10 million, what most uh, announcers and, and analysts get, uh, Troikman's probably looked at that and been like, yeah, well, I need 24 plus. There are people who think that Troy like is Cowboys bias. Like I think and they, the Cowboys fans, they're like, oh, he he, the he's, he's rooting for Troy. Like you see that. And it's, I'm like, we watching the same guy. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think he does it well. He doesn't, he doesn't get too excited. He doesn't see his pants when the coins being flipped. I mean, okay. I thought you said see, like visually see. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
I think he deserves it. Go get paid. And he's him and Joe have made on air comments, not throwing shade at Rummel, but alluding to the fact that he got paid, paid. And it's not a shock. And plus, Troy has his own beer now, so he can do what he wants. Yeah. You tried it yet? Hit us up, uh, Troy. We'll try it. Acho? 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 Uh, is it Ocho? Ocho. He was number eight. You guys are yeah, aware of that. Yeah, but I think it's something else. I don't think it's Ocho. Anyhow. Niners Rams. Ooh. Jimmy G. Tough day for James Garoppolo and Hembos around the world. Dylan, do you agree? Uh, good day for Mina Kimes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, good day for Mina. Kimes. I'm mad that I missed y'all's discussion on that. I'm I'm big yeah. team Mina. Um, no, that's not what you said privately. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're having fun. Happy Lunar New Year, uh, Dylan. Are you excited for Odell Beckham Jr. to finally get a shot at winning a Super Bowl? I weirdly am happy for him, and I don't. I've never really been an OBJ guy, but yeah. I think he's like. You know he's ne- he's never done anything to like. You know, make himself look bad or ha- that- I think he's embarrassed anyway. himself, but I don't. I think he's a very genuine I, person. I love what happened, especially because it's happening to Baker Mayfield. He's getting dragged while OBJ gets a <laughs> chance true. to win a Super Bowl, and he's been like his career has been like vindicated in in, in a way. Like he, yeah. You know I, I mean, I, I mean, he I had some great years in New York, and then he's seemingly just kind of fell off. And there was, was a like, point oh. where people were like looking at him as if he was Deshaun Jackson in terms of where Deshaun is in his career. Like, and I've talked couldn't to, contribute more than. And I've talked about it. I've, I've never really understood it because he was always one of, if not the best athlete on the field at all times. Can catch everything. He was, you know, he could create separation, but the Browns just could not get him the ball, and it, it never made any sense to me. So I am happy for him. I really yeah. am very happy for Matt Stafford as well. Those two guys. Um, yeah. I think it highlights, like, we talked a lot about Devo Samuel, and, you know, we can talk about him more if want to. Like, incredible athlete, incredible athlete, incredible talent. But it highlights, like, the effectiveness of a coach like Kyle Shanahan when you know you're kind of hamstrung with Jimmy Garoppolo and being able to get him the ball, and you find a way. Whereas whatever's happened with Odell Beckham and Cleveland or whatever, like, you just got to find a way. I will say Cleveland, the game against the Cowboys – two years ago or whatever, you recall that where Odell Beckham almost had 100 yards rushing? Like, they had two or three different people rushing for 100 yards? Like, they tried for a little bit, but it just – that didn't last. So, I don't know. Anyways, your thoughts, David? Um, This Cooper Cup guy, <laughs> week in, week out. Um, no, it is, it is pretty awesome watching uh, – so, he's obviously their number one – Arguably the best receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's a little bit disheartening as a Cowboy fan, um, to watch them continuously get him the ball in space, open, and watch him make plays when he's being double covered. I assume most of the time, or has you know at least has a safety around him at all times, and a corner, and, and you know the Cowboys cannot get the ball to their playmakers, and it's just like, how what are they doing? What what are they doing that, that we're not? Now I I think Matt Stafford is a a better quarterback than our quarterback, but um no, that was awesome. I'm I'm happy for the Rams. The the Niners, man, I I was like, dude, Niners Bengals just doesn't do it for me. That's not that sexy. Uh Bengals Bengals Rams is this is good. 
This I'm, is really good. I'm excited about the two teams involved or the players and the stories involved. Eli Apple versus Odell Beckham to New York Giants. Uh, I don't know if they've gotten to it previously, but, yeah, I think there's some room for it. Why do people not like Eli Apple? I feel like he gets a lot of shit on, on Twitter. Um, I should know this. He, was, uh, he, got, he got toasted most of the first half. Oh, okay. I thought it was something off the field. Yeah, it's Maybe if there is, I'm unaware. Mama Apple, <laughs> if you will, his mother is very vocal online on Twitter. Okay. And will find his name and at you. Um, dating all the way back to when he was drafted first round at Ohio State by the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very, like Jalen Ramsey's always brought attention upon himself. And I would say that Eli Apple's a poor man's poor man's Jalen Ramsey. Like Jalen Williams is an exceptional talent. Obviously, I'm very biased, but he, I think, proves it every single game you see him play. He gets burned occasionally, but he proves it. Eli Apple has had definitely more of the gets burned or gets embarrassed more than proving it, but he's a good player. He's been in New Orleans, had similar moments in big games for New Orleans where he's shown up in some plays and gotten dusted in others. So whenever he gets dusted, somebody will add him. And either he or his mom on Twitter will clap back very quick. Cornerback is just the worst position to play. You are at such a disadvantage, and if you get toasted, it's always your fault. Mm-hmm. I love, that's my favorite position, man. You got to have swagger to play that position. No other way around it. Got to. Um, Didn't he call uh, Tyreek Little Cheetah or something on Twitter, and they, there was a little, little back and forth? He was, and then he was on an island with them quite a bit in – you know, Tyreek got the first touchdown and scored a couple times. Yep, but. he made that big tackle in the first half, mm-hmm. like I mentioned. Uh, made a couple, uh, a couple plays in uh, in coverage in the second half. So he had somewhat of a redemption story in this game, but almost had a pick to end it before the next play. Before they yeah. ended it too. Yeah. Um, real quick, we were I don't know. About- I went back to that. How do we even get on Eli? Um, I mean, he stood out. Okay. Oh, we were talking about the other game. I, yeah, I, I don't know I how we pivot. We were talking about that's on me. I, we were talking about the Rams. I, I mentioned <laughs> Odell Beckham versus Eli Apple. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. My uh, bad. Going back to the Rams, we're talking about Cooper Cup and how many, how often they get him the ball. Led the league in receptions, so likely, obviously, we led the league in targets at 191. Who do you think was next in the entire NFL in targets? Ooh, uh, Alvin Harper. Very close. Uh, Devontae Adams with 169. Deontay Johnson, surprisingly, also with 169. Wide receiver for the Steelers. Um, Where's Debo on that list? Debo Samuel. 121. But it does not include his touches as a running back. Yeah. And that leads the team at 121. Um, Do you remember, speaking of Debo, this is a tangent. Do you remember the Tennessee volunteer running back, Baylor transfer wide receiver, Jalen Hurd? Yes, absolutely. So he's on the 49ers roster. Still? Yeah, he tore his ACL um, before the season, I believe. Because I thought Debo's been doing what they idealized. Yeah. Exactly. That, I, I had that thought this morning for no reason. I think of weird shit. Because um, I thought he would be a nice NFL player, and he still might be. But I, I wonder how much of that role um, was developed for him. Because they got him. I don't know if he was an undrafted free agent, or they got him like in the fourth or fifth round. But Yeah, he, his story was interesting because when he left Baylor – we might have talked about it for some reason. Like, I feel like we've been doing the show way longer than we have. But whenever his story came up, and maybe when he was going in the draft, he left Baylor as a running back to go play wide receiver because he looked at running backs in the NFL, realizing they weren't getting second contracts, that the longevity of their careers was much shorter. Or do I have that backwards? He left Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. To come to Baylor to be a wide receiver. 
so that he could extend the longevity of his yep. career. Never really dominated as wide receiver yet in the NFL. I think he did well at Baylor. Yeah, he was but good at Baylor. it was him and uh, the other wide receiver went like first round. Um, not Sims, but the guy before that. Corey Coleman? I think Corey Coleman was, was uh, I can't remember. stealing some of the uh, attention. But either way, uh, I agree. Him, and then I, it makes me think of what's going to happen in New York with Daniel Jones after you get Brian Dable there. Like, do you get more Josh Allen-esque type utilization out of Daniel Jones? Tangent, but whatever. KJ, you've had some Tim McVeigh takes you'd like to put out there. <laughs> Can we pull up? Yeah. Is it just because he shares the name with the Oklahoma City bomber? Well, that's one of the that's one of the things that stood out. But also the fact that he's just simply huge. Okay. He's just a large and he looks like <laughs> he just has the look of like an eight, an eighties like a nineteen eighty five uh, little league dad that's like rides his kid a little bit too hard and like yells at the umps. Who's the dude sitting next to him that looks so familiar to me? Uh, my accountant. I don't know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I have no idea. He looks like an actor. No, uh, he's definitely somebody. I think he's on a reality TV show. Uh, is that looks, Everybody Loves Raymond? Looks a little bit like John Lovitz mixed with uh, Ray Romano. <laughs> I think he's on a real estate reality tv show you would know because you are the real estate professional i am and I, I love watching real estate reality tv shows selling sunset you hear about this one anyway well, keep going. confession i went on a bachelor party in charleston and spent like 65 percent of the time watching the first season of selling sunset <laughs> it's <laughs> that's pretty dope drama it was a yeah. great show it just had come out i didn't know Chrishell, man anyways yeah. um yeah looking at this guy it screams he has one of those um 70s workout things. It's just like you hold it with your hands. Oh, my dad had that. The shoulder springs thing. in between it, and you just stretch it out all Dude. Day. Like, he's doing that before he leaves his oh. bedroom each and every day. Dude, that thing, I remember being a kid and seeing it and trying to do it, and I was never strong enough because you're know, a very tiny kid. It looks, like, <laughs> it looks like he's been grooming, like an overbearing football dad has been grooming his son to be a quarterback since he was, like, three. The no rings, no watch, no break. I guess he might have a ring there on his left hand, but, like, the completely unadorned hand look at that age just screams like, I don't need this shit on. I got too much fucking shit on me. I've got to go work out. He looks like he uh, he owns a cigarette boat. <laughs> this dude has the vibe of a dude. If you walk into like Bob's Steak and Chop House or any steakhouse, he's eating a wedge salad and a filet at the bar by himself. Just talking to the bartender, watching some random like Boise State, Fresno State basketball game. Chatting up the female bartender. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For 1,000%, he's tossed his number to more than a couple waitresses. Yeah. And then over-tipped everywhere. Okay. You going to toss your number around? Just toss it? You can Throw toss it on my number paper? Like, hey, you know what to do with this. <laughs> what did you say? His son. Let's talk about Sean McVay. Oh, he's the head coach of the uh, L.A. Rams. Hold on. I want him to sell me a Vitamix. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to do an infomercial wearing like leisure pants and that button down shirt doing push ups like in perfect form. I'm never going to go to a, a football game just for fear of being put on TV and just being memed like this. He looks like he goes to the, the locker room in the gym and just immediately takes those clothes off. <laughs> like walks out. up to the sink? Yes. Just dong out. Bench next he, to you he, just... shaves, he shaves <laughs> at the sink with no clothes on. Just and blow drying his hair with his. He balls talks, dangling. He talks stonks with everyone who walks in. So what do you guys think about this crypto, huh? Wild. Great head of hair. Anyhow. He kind of looks like Greg Norman. Does not 
feel good about the low income housing coming into the neighborhood. Um, anyhow, <laughs> Gee. what were the odds that the universe could have named Sean Ryder instead? Okay. It's a possibility. I know it's more popular these days, but could have worked. Why doesn't he just go by like T McVeigh or like just any other name? Tim, or I guess he can't. He, he probably went by Timothy and shortened it to Tim. He not thought many, he was safe. Not many people go by Timothy, though. Well, the defense. One glaring guy. Shab- Timothy oh. Charlemagne. Well, Timothy. Or whatever. Charlemagne. Yeah. I was going to say, I only know one Timothy. Is it not Charlemagne? No, Timothy Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God. The God. <laughs> look, let me just say what this. What does he look like? Sean McVeigh, <laughs> Sean McVeigh almost single-handedly cost him that game. Who is, who is in the booth? Who is telling him to challenge those plays? Uh, I struggle watching Sean McVay coach because it's not even like, um, uh, what's this, Brandon Staley from the Chargers, where he's expressed, okay, we have this code. I'm going, you know, my fourth and short decisions are expressly going by the book, blah, blah, blah. Sean McVay, on the other hand, it's like he obviously knows his shit. He's got a coaching tree as big as anybody's, and he's like five years into being a head coach. And nobody grooms their beard more. He's had the same exact length haircut and beard for four straight years. But in big games, he seems to fuck it all up. It was. It, it gave me – I was texting with Micah. I was like, dude, if this is Mike McCarthy, like Micah's calling in. We're what cold calling Micah. I have to, I have to. Uh, he ran out of time. There were no more timeouts for the Rams, and they the were down. fourth quarter. Like, with maybe three minutes left to go in the third. He challenged two very, very – like, that quarterback sneak with Stafford that he challenged, which – they're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt on that. Like, Stafford – first of all, that was a half-ass quarterback sneak. He he had a couple – somebody gave him some really bad intel. The second one, he challenged a fumble that would have given them the ball back instead of giving the Niners a first down. But he challenged it like – way before he could have been called down from the booth. Like, the play happened, he saw it, and he was immediately ready to challenge. Like, I don't know if they were hurrying to the line or what, but immediately was ready to challenge. And, like, you have people upstairs that buzz you down for this. Like, I think what happened there was he honestly thought he had a mojo moment <laughs> and he could just change the game. And, don't hey, look, it kind of worked. They, they won the game. And it has nothing to do with um, Jimmy Garoppolo being very, very average. Yeah, I don't know why I felt bad for James. I, I call him James Garoppolo. Um, I call him Polo. That's what we called him back uh, when we were pledging. Old j Paul. Yeah, j Paul. Um, but similar to the Jackson Holmes thing, maybe I just like the underdog. I don't know what my issue is here, but like, I wouldn't want Jimmy Garoppolo being the quarterback of my team. Jackson Mahomes? Is he an underdog? Leave Jackson alone. <laughs> I don't know. I just tried to slide him in under the Jimmy G card and see if y'all noticed. We did. But y'all called BS very quick. Dylan gave me the look. Um, but I, he deserves to get run out of town. His contract's up. It makes sense financially. I think he's going to go somewhere else and be average and be okay. Hey, he see, got them very far. Props to him. He beat the Cowboys. That dude, okay, we talked about this earlier. Skill set, Packers. fairly limited mm-hmm. for an NFL quarterback. But he's a gamer, man. I mean, he obviously has had quite a bit of success, right? Mm-hmm. Can manage a game. Can he's, make. Can he's make been a few. To the, she's been to the Super Bowl. Can make a few timely throws. Uh, Troy at one point 
mentioned that the Rams were stuffing the run, and he said if San Francisco is going to come out, he he literally said, I say literally, I'm going to paraphrase something like, unfortunately, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think he meant it to, as bad as it sounded, but it was just like, okay, this guy, everybody's piling on this guy. Jimmy G seems like a nice dude, but yeah, it's the Trey Lance show. And if that, if they keep that, I don't know how many of those guys are going to lose, but Trey Lance, if he's competent, doesn't have to be Joe Burrow. He doesn't have to be Mahomes. If he's competent, they are a playoff team. And uh, Jimmy G got a big hug from John Lynch after the game, which sort of implied like, Thanks for everything, man. You're out of here. Sorry. Goodbye. Nice to know you. According to a report, he 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 gives everyone a handshake as they're like on the way into the locker room, except for Jimmy G. Big big old bear hug. Got his paws on him. Yeah, Garoppolo acknowledged it in the press conference. You know, he said it got emotional knowing it might be his last game with the team. Like he he's fully aware. Um, Trey Lance, they've got two years on his rookie deal left. Well, three, I guess. Twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. Uh, so they're gonna they're gonna get plenty of time to find out. My predictable prediction is that you see Matt Ryan sign here after he's done with his last year in Atlanta. Um, not really Backup anything role? special, but just saying that it's Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan doing business together would probably be a productive team when you've got weapons around them again. You know, this here says that um, you want to <laughs> Rams multiple offense led by their multiracial <laughs> offensive coordinator. I don't. I don't know who put this in here. <laughs> I'll give you one guess. Uh, it, what does that mean? I was gonna package it for uh, you know Thursday, but uh, Deadspin, you know, noted publication of uh, sure recent internet years. Shout out to Landry for his passionate fandom of their work and their four likes per post. No offense, but uh, they had a writer post an article basically saying that the Niners were starting to shower attention on their white offensive coordinator rather than D'Amico Ryans, who's their defensive coordinator, and saying that this was the NFL, again, promoting attention to a white coordinator based solely on his race. Uh, plot twist after the fact, Deadspin had to apologize because Mike McDaniel is uh, 31 years old. Oh, and he's biracial. Uh, so... I, I feel like you kind of stepped in it there, bud. They what regret are, the error. What are the the races that make up Mike McDan McDaniel? I don't know. He looks he's he's looks very like, fair skinned. He looks Go ahead and guess. He he's he is very fair skinned. Um, but you know, I I would say uh, my son's quite fair skinned as well. But at the same time, I would say if you're dead spin. Maybe Wikipedia search him first before you post the article. <laughs> yeah, someone forgot to do some research you know, there. And... It, it, it probably there are probably other targets to take shots at. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's not a good look. I'm reading this article, and they do say he is biracial, which has been confirmed. They just nobody really wants to report which, what you're yeah. what you're asking here. Well, German and French. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's like me being German-Italian. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that also happened. We'll probably see more Mike McDaniel. Actually, no, we won't. I was going to say in the Super Bowl run-up, but obviously was it, he won't be there. Was it his idea to uh, turn Debo into a wide receiver to a wide receiver slash running back? 
it's hard to give who to give credit in to him. Someone deserves some credit there. Both of them uh, hard to say. are a big hard. part of it. I would say that uh, I don't know if you saw the clip of Mike McDaniel quoting Mike Jones in a press conference did. a couple weeks ago. Kind of so. forced it, but that's fine. Yeah, we we said prime co phone like four times this episode. We've no, well, we don't force yeah, anything. We, we, don't, we don't force anything. Kid. It all comes very naturally. Hey, to before us. we talk about the opening odds Thank for you. the big game, I want to talk about our friends at DraftKings. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. Mm-hmm. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Six, is giving new customers fifty six to one odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets. If your team wins, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you Whoa. can bet from almost a third of the country. Upstate That's New York? New York. Wow. I'm in New York. If Sportsbook is not available in your state, you can play DraftKings Fantasy Football Contest for fo- fo- Super Bowl 56. No perfect game today. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WASHED and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code WASHED at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Small correction error. Text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Oh. I threw you off on that. That, that was entirely on me. It's on your boy. Um... Jeez, did you add Did you add some stuff to that? All I did was add a dash <laughs> because... Uh, the abbreviation of the phone number, I thought it was great because it was Hope New York. I didn't want you to say Hopeany. <laughs> so I figured I'd assist by helping you identify that it was New York on the fly. I didn't realize it was a text. Opening odds, KJ. What do you think they are? What's the line? Rams favored by four. That's a great guess because that's exactly right. At home. It is a home game. You wouldn't have known it by uh, watching the game yesterday. There were a lot of 49ers fans there. A lot. Yeah. I uh, venture to think you're going to see whatever a Los Angeles Ram fan looks like, and if it's Jessica Alba and Leonardo DiCaprio at a Super Bowl, like you're going to have that same level of crowd probably. Um, I don't know. Dylan, as the only one of us three who's attended a Super Bowl, uh, did you feel like there was like a huge presence of actual fans of the team or just attendees? Um. So the Super Bowl, the one that I went to, which mm-hmm. was Eagles Patriots, I guess it was in February of 2018. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, Eagles played Meek. The Hill. whole thing feels very corporate-y, mm-hmm. and like everyone is just there to like have a good time, and like there aren't like, of course there are some hardcore fans who pay a lot of money to be there, but it kind of feels like people who just fell into tickets. It's yeah. probably like going to a any cowboy game. Very true. Yeah. I mean, like, think about it. Like, the hardcore, like, lunch pail, just like Steelers fan. All right? They go to – they're not going to shell out thousands for tickets. All the yens. You know what I mean? Isn't that a thing? Yens Nation. 
Yeah, so it just feels very corporate and it is. Um, yeah. I, I really don't have a desire to go to a Super Bowl. I feel like a Super no. Bowl would be the one place in the world where I'm most likely to be confused for Jay Smoove. What is his name? <laughs> From Curb? <laughs> can I be the Larry David to your Jay Smooth? Do you think we can get into some parties telling people we're no, Jay Smooth? Even like, we, don't, we don't resemble them. <laughs> we were sitting right in front of Patriots fans and right next to Eagles fans, and neither group really got like super into the game. Cowboy, let's say Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. JB Smooth. I'm we sorry. have tickets. We go. Let's say they win. You look at your buddy you went with, you're celebrating, but like next to him is some guy who's been on his iPad the entire time, not yeah. even paying attention. Just has like a big uh, credential. <laughs> like people don't, the people there aren't really. I wonder what percentage is just guys like you who just who like, sent you like, yeah, some alcohol brand sent you but, the Super Bowl. But like instead of like cowboys like us, we were sitting next to these. Sure, do have fun. We had decent tickets. We were by no no means close to the field or anything. And the guys next to us are like, yeah, we pay like five grand for these tickets. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't pay anything for these. You guys shut down the forums. Oh. You could have dartied it. You guys hear about Total Frat <laughs> Container Bar. I would, I would much much rather watch the Super Bowl with my team in it with, with a squad at somebody's house or something. Yeah. Because then if they lose, I can, uh, I can pull out a pistol and shoot my flat screen. Yes. And then exactly. it'll go viral. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we have two live streams between now and the Super Bowl. Uh, also occurring between now and the Super Bowl will be the Olympics kicking off. So this week we will go whole hog on Olympic talk and save Super Bowl for next week. So f- watch us Thursday night, 630 YouTube. We're going whole hog. Whole hog Olympics. Sheesh. You guys were feeling like partying? Let's. Down to party a little bit if you want to. This is the segment in the Too Much Dip podcast where we uh, talk about some other sports stories during which we party. A little sports Marty, a little Monday afternoon party. Yeah, that, that's going to catch on. <laughs> Check out. Hey, KJ, thank you to you for the uh, Australian Open uh, Yeah. tip there. The wild thing about the Australian Open, aside from its kind of tight logo, it looks a little too modern for my liking, but still kind of tight, uh, is that there's a time zone difference. So when I woke up on Sunday, early AF, given, you know, life of a toddler dad, um, I that of a toddler. I'm not a toddler. That is right, like, right. Uh, I was able to catch Rafa and uh, Daniel Medvedev, who I warned the world about and oh, introduced to the world. The bad boy. Bad boy of uh, tennis. Mm-hmm. Number two in the world, Russian. Um, and they were, at that point, already into the fourth set. Maybe I caught it at the third set. But either way, this match went on for five-plus hours uh, and on the line was would have been uh, Medvedev's uh, second straight Grand Slam win or second of his career, and then Rafa's 21st, which would have been a record-setting uh, 21st. He's current was current was tied with Novak Djokovic, who obviously was not present due to his vaccination status, and with uh, Roger Federer. So this was a big deal for old Rafa. Yeah, this was a. Uh... A great viewing experience if you happen to be me and you don't really watch any tennis, but somebody lets you know, hey, there's a good one on, flip it over, and it happens to be a final of a Grand Slam. Then, yeah, catch the last hour of it. I think I watched an hour. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. pretty good. I got nothing against Rafa. Kind of weird seeing him, like, full-blown, not, like, 
I always identified Rafa not just because he was the Spanish one of the three big tennis players of his you know, last 10, 15 years, but he always had the long flow. For sure. Always had long hair. Rafa was pushing the come over hard. Yeah, he's it's getting a little thin up top. That's okay, though. Still a hot dude. Tracking yeah, so packages. He was uh, voicing his, uh, you know, he's had some back injury issues. and I don't know how rough old Rafa is at this point. He's up there, man. But uh, he's probably both rich and uh, probably you know, doing all right for himself. Uh, shout out to Ash Barty, number one female tennis player in the world for the last couple of years straight. Australian as well, or Australian. Won the Australian Open for the women, uh, too. So, yeah, there's your tennis report. That's 35 really good. years old. Look at him. You, you saying him, he's getting up there. How old is he? 35. That's an old 35. June, 86. That's an old 35. Look at that, dude. That's a sexy-ass guy when he was a kid. Damn, Zaddy. I don't think he even lifts. Jeez. Uh, speaking of zaddies, are you telling me that Jake Paul is going to fight MMA, KJ? Uh, you shitting me? What's Khabib doing? Oh, we saw him doing so, kicks, Dave. He's not going to fight Khabib. No, 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 no. No, 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 Okay. No. Khabib has a... Say he it's murdered. called Eagle FC. It's basically a UF... It's an MMA league. Okay. Except for... They also fight animals. In this no. one, primarily eagles, sometimes bears. You're not fighting... No one's fighting an eagle. What are you talking about? No one's fighting an eagle. You better not. Name so, Eagly. Uh, Khabib's saying that they offered Jake Paul a contract. I think his side has denied that. Uh, I would love to see it. I'm all for uh, this kind of stuff. It's not going to happen. Jake, that's a whole different world. Maybe it will one day, but he's not going to find anybody of note. You can't go to the mat with someone who knows what the hell they're doing. That would get ugly for him, right? Jake Paul said, or added Dana White in saying, uh, when I make my MMA de- debut, I could cut 20 pounds and do it at welterweight at 170. Okay. Said, but I'm going to. Oh, he said, that's what a lot of USC fighters do and destroy their bodies and minds doing it. But I'll do middleweight and fight at 185 because, you know, health first. P.S. Connor's walking around at 190. Connor's at 190? I know he's bulked, but damn. So this is Nobody, Jake, Jake Paul floating. Uh, that's a big dollar fight. <laughs> you got to think they would get more than Francis got in his uh, heavyweight title bout 600K. It's disrespectful. Disrespectful. That, that is messed up, man. Um, oh, some notes on NHL All-Star Weekend in Vegas featuring Zed and Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Who's Zed? You don't know who Zed is? I don't. I feel really dumb. No, I, I've seen him on, like, ACL posters before, but I don't know what kind of music Zed's doing. <laughs> Zed from Squid Game? You got to think it's a different Zed. Uh, who is Zed? Zed is a DJ. Okay. Who, you know, you might know him from... Okay. Song, he's good friends cool with Mark. Adam, and uh, also enthusiastically he's good with Martin Skrillex. Okay, well we're not even sure also, that guy. Also, <laughs> uh, uh, the middle, like Meet Me In. I believe so. Maybe not. Maybe maybe so. I don't think yeah, that's definitely it. that Zed featuring Selena Gomez. Ooh, let me check Dumois. <laughs> let me let me see if there's any tea. You get the tea on this day. Let's see who it. he's been linked with. Uh, so yes, mm. Zed will. Uh, I don't know if he's doing the Canadian anthem or what. They're just doing a ton of shit for the All-Star Weekend. Most notably and dopably, I'm making that a word. Dopably. They will have a series of face-off ice things on the water in front of the Bellagio Fountains in the pond. Face-off ice things. Like, there's going to be, like, a face-off tournament being held 
in little circles. When's that My money's water? on Nicolas Cage. Because, you know, we'll be at that hotel in uh, just over a month. Unfortunately, that is this weekend, so ice oh, will so be gone. So we're going to miss it. But they may be setting up the stage for the NFL draft because the draft stage will also be held over the water. That's right. So Unnecessary. Would be pretty dope. Unnecessary. Bellagio, of course, means a uh, beautiful lake. Finally, Dylan, KJ will be back in on baseball in 64 days, it says. Oh, yes. Your boy is absolutely H, top down. I don't know where it's going with that. Fuck it, whatever. Shohei Otani is going to be on the cover of MLB The Show 2022. Oh. Oh, yeah, you you actually, right? for a guy who doesn't like the, the actual sport, you sure do play a lot of MLB. I'm going to be back in in 64 days when this game comes out. It's quite a fun game. And uh, first Asian athlete to be on the cover of a top four sport video game. Ichiro uh, never made it? No Ichiro, no Jeremy Lin, no Dat Win, surprisingly. He we was never on the cover Wynn. of Madden. We got Dat Win. Whoop! <laughs> Dat Win, of sick. course, famously an Aggie. Famously. No Sotnam Singh. No, Asia, still. But, yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Before we run it back, um, do you guys mind if I give a shout-out to our good friends at Fizzy? I would love for you to give Please. that shout-out, Dave. Yeah. You know, I, I was faced with a decision for my one-year-old's birthday party. Like, hey, I, I got to get some some booze for the adults, the 21 and old, older crowd. What should mm -hmm, I get? Mm -hmm. And I, I got some stuff here, got some stuff there. And I was like, I got to get a hard seltzer. And um, to be honest, I've been doing this long enough to know it's not that hard of a choice. But there's like a thousand hard seltzer brands. I go straight for Vizzy every time. It's the option with something extra. Makes your choice so much easier. It's got the antioxidant vitamin C. It's unique. Bring it to the table. Everyone's going to enjoy it. We love the lemonade. We love all the flavors. It's fantastic. Extracted from Superfruit Acerola. I almost called it Acerola. That's pretty great. It's got the antioxidant vitamin C, like I said. There's plenty of hard seltzers to choose from, but with its bold and delicious dual fruit flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy will make the choice a little bit easier. It's a lot tastier. We've got pineapple mango, among others, black cherry, strawberry kiwi, all that. Papaya passion fruit, don't sleep on that. Of course, like I mentioned, the lemonade hard seltzers are fantastic. They've even got the watermelon hard seltzer. Each variety pack offers four delicious fruit flavors and the same antioxidant vitamin C. I, if it's me, I'm going straight for the for the watermelon or the lemonade. But well, I'll leave it up to you. Look, if it's got if it's one of the lemonades, just throw it my way because it's going down. He'll drink it regardless. I will. I don't give it f. With Vizzy, you can enjoy refreshment now with antioxidant vitamin C and a 5% ABV, 100 cals, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can. Every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. Step up your seltzer with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. To get updates on our latest flavor drops and more, sign up for emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. Must be 21 or older. Dylan, if you would just run us back real one, quick. One quick note before we do that. Dylan, question for you. Okay. Uh, any predictions, hopes, interests in the Texas Longhorns and the Texas Tech Red Raiders Ooh. playing basketball tomorrow night? I will not be watching for, for whatever reason. <laughs> okay. Um, well, first of all, I've only watched like five total minutes of Texas Longhorn basketball this season. Okay. Um, I get too stressed watching college basketball. Fair. Really do. They, they, you know, 
a 20-point lead evaporates over three minutes in, in every game I watch. It's really frustrating for me. Like, can't do ugly it. passes. Isn't that yeah. kind of awesome, though? Not when it's your team's the one losing the, its momentum. No, your team not. loses the big game. Um, I will also be staying off Twitter um, <laughs> because the Texas Tech people I follow are – look, you guys are obnoxious. I think you know you're obnoxious. Pretty annoying at times, too. Um, and I just don't want to – I don't want to hear it. I don't want to deal with it. Uh, Texas – I don't know if they're favored, if Texas Tech is favored, but it looks like they have a 65% whatever you want to call that, yeah. according to the – I will ESPN be matchup indicator. Texas did have a nice win over the weekend. They knocked off, then knocked off. They beat uh, Tennessee, mm-hmm. 18th ranked uh, Vols. Shout to Rick Barnes. Shout to Rick Barnes. Um, Emotional however, for Rick. I would be very surprised if Texas won this game. I just think Texas oh, Tech is going to play. Oh, a little guarantee their, from Dylan. Out of their minds. No, it's not a guarantee. You, you sounded like a guarantee. I would be surprised if Texas won the game. Oh, you'd be but surprised. I would love to see it. Video surfacing of what's estimated to be a few hundred, maybe it said four to five hundred. I don't believe that. Uh, people camping out in tents for a game that does not start until Tuesday evening at seven p.m. to get into the United Supermarkets Arena. If, if Texas, Arena. man, you just love to see it. If Texas does win, Chris Beard's in physical danger. I mean, he's, <laughs> I think he might be. They're anywhere. gonna hurt him. Gonna throw tortillas at him, and what, what do they do out down? What if he goes there? full heel and he like you know really leans? What he does like the <laughs> suck it? He does a suck it wrestling move to the crowd. Every shot, he's just on the on the floor, just <laughs> whamming he's, on he's the doing guitar. the gritty on the sideline. <laughs> he puts the guns down. Oh, oh man, shit. that's across the line. He hits All the right. he hits the quan half court. Oh, you got to get over the quan. <laughs> it's you love four the years ago. You love the quan. Many years ago. Uh, right, let's run it back. Run it back. Segment in which we run it back. Yes, uh, run it back, of course. The segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Dylan has the gap. Dave does not have no, the gap. No, Dave's got the gap. Mm. Dave hit the gritty earlier. Uh, Dave switched from a Motorola to a Primeco phone. It's a fifth reference. Yeah. <laughs> Troy Aitman famously does not ejaculate in his pants during the coin toss. <laughs> yeah, that's why unlike, you get the bag. Unlike Tony Romo, who got the bigger bag. famously does. Sean McVay misplayed his mojo moment, and it nearly cost him the game. Mm. Tim McVay, Almost blew it up. the coach's dad, not the OKC bomber, looks like he spends his free time naked in locker rooms. Dude, you know that thing's touching the sink. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mike McDaniel looks white. Not totally white. <laughs> Wait, he couldn't. We're not, we're not okay. sure what he's mixed with. Uh, Dave wants to watch the big game. Proprietary mix. Dave wants okay. to watch the big game at home so he can pull his Thule and shoot up his flat screen if the boys lose. Yeah. And that pretty concludes accurate. Run It Back. All right. Let's, before we get out of here, what race is Mike McDaniel? Oh, my gosh. Well, we've said it here. Know. We've people like know. It's been said. Like, looks like he's critiquing Deadspin. It looks like he's a quarter. kind of doing the same article. It looks like he's a quarter Deadspin. Colombian and, like, three quarters white. I'd say he's an American who has red blood and Look, is a decent coach. To me, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You don't see... Uh, color, of course. I do. He no, it's be, you, actually. He purple. <laughs> that's <and> literally you. <laughs> it is. That's true. There's our defense. Uh, I thought I was going to be the for, a force field here. It's really Dylan's colorblind. Did y'all see the circling back Reddit post where someone put together a colorblind um, circle? And oh. it, there's a secret message hidden inside that I cannot read. That is shit. And I asked Bay what it says, and it says, F you, Dorn. <laughs> because I could not read it. Well, they thought about you a lot that day. It, it says he is not open about his parents' ethnicity to media outlets. This is on Wiki. I don't. What is this site I'm on? Am I on WikiLeaks? What the fuck? <laughs> Let me out of here. Right, I'm sorry. Out. If you know, oh man, 
definitely email KJ. Yeah, hit me up. Uh, you can find me at hanging in the metaverse at washmedia.com. That's not it. We'll see you guys on Thursday where we'll talk about the stuff. Bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.